little zebras. Hey, Rob Z Radio, the podcast is underway live from the Launchbox Studios in downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania. Shout out to the sponsors, the Clay Cup, the Trade Secrets, and to Juice. That's J-O-O-S, 517 Allegheny Street, Holiday's Burger. Right down there in the Berg. Smoothie bowls and bone broth for you, all fresh made to order. Cold pressed juice and smoothies. Use the hashtag GetJuiced. That's J-O-O-S. Facebook and Instagram. Find them on Facebook, J-O-O-S. Find them on Instagram, Juice underscore Guru. That's G-U-R-U. <laughs> I also teach Alphabet. Not the Alphabet, I teach Alphabet. I don't know what I'm talking about right now. Shout out to Trade Secrets 1223 13th Avenue in Altoona. At Secrets in Trade on Facebook and Instagram. Natural body care products made in-house, made in person by the owners just for you. They customize favors for weddings, bridal showers, and baby showers. They're the only shop in central Pennsylvania who does what they do, and they also can do it for you online at Secrets and Trade, Facebook and Instagram, or call them at 814-505-6942. Did I catch a niner in there? And a shout-out to the Clay Cup, 1304 11th Avenue, Altoona, at the Clay Cup on Facebook and on Instagram. It's basically the hub for central Pennsylvania. If you're looking for a place to hang out, looking for a place to meet new people and have delicious beverages and also get your creativity on, the Clay Cup is the spot. You can come in, you can, you can paint, you can do pottery, you can have coffee and tea and food. They, they, she has it all, Sarah Vogel, that is, at the Clay Cup. So make sure that you check out the Clay Cup at the Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. Call her at 814-201-2608. If you, and yes, I'm talking to you, want to be a sponsor on the podcast or you're interested in social media marketing or you just want to see what I'm all about, you can always send me a message on Facebook and Instagram Rob Z Radio, Twitter and Snapchat is Rob Z Yo and 814-799-0064. Let's start the show. This is Rob Z Radio. This is an episode of Total Marks. So if you're a wrestling fan, you've come to the right place. If you're not a wrestling fan, uh, you still might enjoy the conversation. Maybe it'll get you back into professional wrestling, uh, or maybe it won't. Uh, but So this was recorded over the weekend at Dave's house. Uh, of course, Total Marks is myself and my friend Dave Wyant, a.k.a. Dave Daniels, a.k.a. The Franchise. Now, we were trying to watch Starcade 2017. Anybody knows the situation right now with wrestling is that they did a Starcade in Greensboro, North Carolina for the anniversary of Starcade. Didn't put it on the WWE Network. Nobody could watch it, but but Dave and I found a live stream on Periscope of Starcade 2017, which I found to be rather hilarious that you could find it live on Periscope. Totally illegal for the person streaming it, person watching it. Hey, whatever. But we decided to do a podcast while watching it, going over what's been going on in professional wrestling lately. We are, my friends, total marks. There's no way around it. There's no arguing the fact so uh, let's hit the Total Marks theme song. This is a podcast where two guys who've been watching professional wrestling from a very young age met in seventh grade in homeroom, became good friends over a love of professional wrestling in the Attitude Era when wrestling was like at its peak. 
and we've been following it ever since, and we've been complaining about it more and more ever since. So as much as this is a, a podcast celebrating pro wrestling, it's also a podcast bitching about professional professional wrestling. So it's one and the same, which I'm sure a lot of wrestling fans uh, can sympathize with our situation. So let's get into this episode of Total Marks, live from the franchise, the big star, Dave Wine's house. Let's do this. So here's here's the deal right now. We're sitting here. We're in uh, Dave, the franchise's house. I'm just going to call you the franchise in the podcast. That's fine. You can now. call me whatever you because want. Because you're the, you're the franchise. Franchise, big star, Dave, Dave Daniels, David, whatever you want. <laughs> Joseph, let's keep it real. Let's Rapid delivery, it. Rory Fox, whatever you want to say. We're sitting here on your couch right now. We're watching Starcade. 2017. 2017. On Periscope. Periscope. The closed circuit of 2017. <laughs> you used to have to go to a movie theater to watch a live event, but now you can sit here on Periscope and you can you can watch what's happening live. And and so I guess we, we got to give a shout out to this lady, Mika Villas, who's the one illegally live streaming this right now on Periscope. Mika Villas. Us along with 105 other people, it looks like. Rob have found it. 103 right now. No, 104. It keeps changing. But of course, she doesn't know how to run a phone whenever you're filming anything. And she has it straight up and down. She did not turn it sideways. Which would be a phenomenal view right now because she's about second row on the floor. And for some reason, nobody's busting her on this. <laughs> the security guards right now are watching this lady and they don't even seem to notice that she's streaming live. It's shocking, isn't it? It really is. Because people are complaining they can't watch Starcade. Periscope app right yeah. here. People are just showing it live. No, no clue. And, and now you know, but it's too late. If you're listening to this, it's too late. Yep. You, you, you didn't figure it out. But the real situation yeah, if here would have came to my house, Rob. You could have seen it on closed circuit here in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Yep. So. Free of charge. Free of charge. Thanks, Mika. But go ahead, Rob. But the crazy part is that the WWE, Vince McMahon, whoever the hell you want to say, did not put this event on the WWE Network. I can't believe it. Because just looking at it, the production's good. You got aprons. Yeah. You know, Starcade skirts, it's banners. It's the full deal. They have an old school like WCW NWA steel cage they're using. It's Which, not like the the new school one. They just put the cage up using crew. It didn't even drop from the ceiling. It did. That's different. <laughs> like, I'm actually in, intrigued. Yeah, it's it feels like an old wrestling show, and they would. It just blows my mind. It, it, we, we were talking about this mm-hmm. while we were sitting here. Like, was it that Vince wants to make more money on house shows, so he's gonna like you know make them special, so you got to pay to go see them? They're not on the network. I think so, and I think it's a good idea because house shows are down. I mean, I've been to a couple over the last couple of years, and attendance has god awful. Yeah. So, and but, this happened by coincidence. Yes, from what I read, that just by coincidence they were in Greensboro with the anniversary of Starcade. So, good idea. Would have preferred to watch it on pay per view, but or on the network. The network pay per view. Yes. <laughs> Instead of paying sixty bucks for it, like <laughs> no. pay per view would have done to you. Nine ninety nine. But the thing, the other part of it is, do you think it's just Vince? Given once again the big fu to WCW and NWA by not putting yeah by by doing it but not putting it on the network it's not on the network no but the Clash of the Champions is in December isn't that weird Ah. like December's Clash of the Champions it could have just been Starcade like it used to be you know (laughs) instead it's just a house show unbelievable what is Clash of the Champions going to be just another house show Smackdown pay per view oh Smackdown oh that's right network special whatever they are right yeah yeah (laughs) network special there you go but this this would have been a huge network special I think this was was, uh, 
Greensboro Coliseum anniversary of Starcade. Like it might. It, you've seen the Horsemen, right? Steamboat. Yeah, Arn Anderson was here. Dustin Rock and Roll Rhodes. Express. Dustin Rhodes. Like, that's yep. some shit that they didn't have. Why wouldn't you feature this? And they've been plugging it. You, everybody's known about it for like a couple of months now. Well, maybe you should have went to Greensboro, yeah. Rob. <laughs> you could have seen it live. I'm seeing it live right now, actually, on Periscope. Right, thank you so. to Periscope. Mika, Close shout circuit. out to you, Mika, once again. You're, you're probably in jail right now by the time this podcast came out. But. She might be, but maybe not for those reasons. I'm glad you... Well, there's a, a number of reasons why she might be. So, this cage match main event. So, But here's the wild part of like modern technology so we're watching periscope on your tv and the mm -hmm. lady who's holding this camera is now like the live commentator so she's we have her sound down because she's incredibly annoying yeah but she was basically giving commentary of what was going on there tonight in her own personal opinions so now anybody Which, can be a you know jim ross she might be the next jim ross well she definitely ain't jim ross because i'm not sure if i'm more annoyed by her voice or the way she's holding the camera you know what i mean like <laughs> right. i'm tolerating this over her voice but they're, they're equally pissing me off um, but while we're waiting for Starcade, the main event to uh, to go down, we watched War Games, and uh, I, I didn't see. I missed a couple of matches there in the middle, but the War Games main event, like on a scale of one to ten, and you were never a huge WCW guy, but you enjoyed those matches. Mm -hmm. What did you uh, What did you rank it? Of one to ten. One to ten, the main event. Yeah, the the, the double cage. Six. Give it a six, yeah. I mean, it was. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't my favorite match on the show. Yeah. So it didn't stand out to me. Yeah, that's how I kind of felt. Nothing stood out. I mean, it, good match, but I did enjoy it. It definitely was cool, but at the same time, it was. It, it turned into a big spot fest at one point, which I, I mean, you kind of guess it, it has expected. to. And here's the thing, like, and I don't want to interrupt you. There's just so many guys, like I don't know who they are. Because there's just so many mm -hmm. that it was hard for me to even to get into. Like, I couldn't tell you the names of the guys with that Adam Cole guy. Right. Could you? No. No, not at all. Like, it wasn't explained enough on the pay-per-view. And I, I kind of like that, though, because I don't, I don't feel like I need to know everything about everybody. It's kind of fun to watch every once in a while and just be like, oh, who the hell are these dudes? It's like turning on TNA. Well, you know, at any point in time when it was... If I know who they are, I'm intrigued. And I didn't know who those guys were in the main... And they were in the main event, and I didn't care. I didn't know who Velveteen Dream is, and I'm a fan now. So he did something right. <laughs> yeah, man. He wasn't in the main event. And that was that was one hell of a... That was one hell of a match, too. Velveteen mm -hmm. Dream. Great we just match. lost the feed right now. That's all right. We, Unbelievable. We'll, we'll get another closed circuit. But uh, what'd you think of it? What would you think of? I was I was I was thoroughly entertained by it, but I definitely thought it could have been better. But you know, you got not, and then I thought about it more. You got nine guys in two rings with a cage, and they're all spot. They're all like you know, well, not all of them are high flyers, mm -hmm. but most of them were pretty. Adam Cole and those dudes, all doing some crazy uh, shit. They're all doing crazy moves. So it's there's a lot too, of guys in there too. Too crowded mm -hmm. to do what you would want to be able to do in any, any other match. And I think that goes back to every War Games ever. I mean, I think there were good War Games matches. But man, when you have that many guys in a ring, there's only so much that can happen. And they were all you, coming at once. Like the cages would open and two new guys would come down. Yeah, two at a time. So all of a sudden it's like, what, three on one, three on three. I don't know. I like the old WCW way. I'll put it that way. With the what do you mean? Just one at a time. Well, the the cage is above. The teams come in. Yeah, like yeah. that. I didn't mind the roof being off. I felt like it added another dimension to it. It was good for the times. But like, I felt when Adam, Adam Cole, I just don't get it, man. I'm not. A, I don't get Adam Cole. I don't get why he came over. out of nowhere. There's no like development. Maybe in time, but but that's what I thought of it. 
War Games match. It, it's weird that it was brought back like that, but maybe it was a test run, and I hope we get to see it on WWE someday. You know, I think it's going to be a yearly thing. Oh, you, know, you think they're going to... Like, is... give me a WWE with, like, Strowman, Kane. Yeah. Nakamura, guys like that. If it gets over, maybe it'll actually mm -hmm. happen. Just like anything else in NXT. If it gets over, Vince steals it. And then NXT's buried again. Well, <laughs> Just, that's what it's there for. Who were the final people in uh, Survivor Series this weekend, Ron? Exactly. There, okay, let's, there's How, the next, who were they? There's the next point. Yeah, right? Because if, if somebody comes in... For whatever reason, whether they're just not big enough, they don't look like a WWE guy, or they're from another indie federation or whatever it might have been, it's just, it's never going to, while Vince is still at the helm, it's not going to happen for you. And you know what I mean? There's a rare few who get through and actually like become megastars, but well, I mean, for the most part, Vince, he can't let anything that wasn't his get over. 2017, Kurt Angle, Triple H, not that I didn't like it, I <laughs> thoroughly Strowman. enjoyed it. But the final guys were Cena, Orton, Shane McMahon. And Cena got taken out before. Him and Orton. Yeah. Yep. And the winner was Triple H. And... <laughs> I loved it, though. Loved it. I found loved it every be, minute of it. I found it to be hilarious, that's for sure. And finding out that Angle wrestled injured, which explains why he didn't do too much. Did you see yeah. that, that he was actually hurt? I've read that, and he has an odd walk to him. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else has noticed Maybe that's that, why he, he was hurt. Maybe that was a part of it. could have been hurt. Or maybe he's just thinking about where the next fix is going to come from. We don't. <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't come. Because I'm like when Sean coming back, you know, it took something, but he got back. Yeah. I, just, I want a good little angle run. Yeah, I'm glad Angle's back. I hope he. I hope he's all right. He just he looks shaky, man. He gets in there. I'm like, it's like when Taker gets in there. I'm a little shaky. Well, he was worried. beat up when he left WWE. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. and we we were talking about Sunday. He's been he was a TNA longer than he was there. So who knows what kind of condition he's in? Seriously, we got the Nature Boy coming out right oh, now. Here comes Ric Flair. Here at Starcade, Ric Flair coming out. Now, see, this is the kind of thing. Like, I guess Vince wouldn't want this on the network because the stage is very small. It's like a very basic stage, but there's still a screen. Here's a screen. The Starcade says on it, "It's Ric Flair." The Nature Boy Ric Flair came out, but he just had to introduce uh, Charlotte. He just said a few things, and then Charlotte came out. I think she has the worst theme music in wrestling history. It's up towards the top of the list. You don't like it? It's just stupid, man. It's almost like a Flair MIDI. It's like a techno beat, yeah, with a fucking with female a MIDI twist on it. it. So, all right, we have uh, War Games, which was it was all right. Mm -hmm. Survivor Series cracked me up just because of you know Balor. Who else went down? Joe. Shinsky, Bobby Shinsuke, Rude. Bobby if you're TNA, Rude. New Japan, hit the road. Just out. Triple H dropping. Well, he didn't drop pedigrees. Who took out? Uh, Strowman did with power slams. He took yeah, out Strowman Rude. Strowman took out guys. Which um, was a, a good move. And, you know, I, Braun Strowman, they they haven't, besides him losing clean to Lesnar so quickly, they haven't screwed his character up at no, all. No, and I don't think that hurt him, Lesnar. Because no. they still had a good match. You know, it was decent yeah. for a big man. I just felt like Big he should have match. at least kicked out of one, kicked out of an F5, taken another one. But I, well, Only one man will kick out of the F5. <sighs> it's Roman Reigns, right? I hope Prepare not. yourself. Do you think We're it... About, what, five months away from it. The backlash is going to be hor horrific. Well, that's April. We're talking about March. If you're talking backlash and you want to get Roman Reigns, Lesnar, you think there'll be a run? Or you think... Here's, here's my question for you. Thinking about that. After Mania, does Lesnar go away? And they let Roman run with it? <sighs> the Roman reign. Yeah, yeah, the Roman reign. Well, don't, don't tell that to Vince, Rob. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't <laughs> read Roman already. Roman reign. 
like if Lesnar, of course, I, I think he will. That's what he always does, right? Mania's over. You, you don't see Lesnar for a few months. But I just think people, if Reigns is the guy, people are going to be so against it. They're going to be so hardcore against it. Unless it's the heel turn at Mania, but it's not going to be. You know, I, it's I don't not going to so be. Either. Never happened for Cena. I just don't see it. You know how they never turned Austin face or heel. It never. He never like had the definition. I think they're trying to do that with Reigns, but he's not Steve Austin. He's, he's not, not the guy to do it. Austin was Austin. I think Reigns is still kind of a gimmick that like, was pushed. Yeah, it's still you it's know? still very forced. And Cena, like at least you know, Cena never went heel, so he was he was the Hulk Hogan. No, but it would have been fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would have been a fun heel run. But I kind of respect Cena that he never did. It's kind of it's kind of big that he never did, too, at the same time. Mm-hmm. But Roman Reigns, the point is, he's just not that guy. He's not, not the guy, I think. I don't know who the guy is, but it's been there, done that with him, too. Is you it know? Finn Balor? Is he the guy? From what I have read, if Vince McMahon has his way, it's not Finn Balor. Because <laughs> he weighs 185 pounds? And, and, and that's what's difficult. They say it's the... Which I kind of agree. When he's not the demon, he's kind of bland. Because he comes out just shirtless in a little leather he's jacket, a 150 guy. pounds. Yeah. But the demon's cool. But then you have it where you don't want to, the demon losing every night. So it's a tough spot to be in, you know? But the demon thing's also weird because when he comes out, he's not going to lose when he's the demon. So it kind of is a, it makes it a predictable a situation. And that's the bad spot to him. Because I like the demon character. If they could just go further with it, like start telling a story with it, like what's the demon? Like but he's Boogie just Man never comes the back and teams up with him. I see well, Boogeyman. Let's, and let's demon. not bring the Boogeyman back. You know, <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, what's but you the see story? my point? Like yeah. I wish they would. Like that's a cool character they could build a story with. But he's just always Finn with the leather jacket. But that goes back to the classic thing where they just don't have characters anymore. Mm-hmm. We're in the age of social media where they're just people. They still could though. You they know? they easily could like million million dollar man imagine million dollar man on on social media imagine mm-hmm. him having a Snapchat like yeah. that'd be awesome <laughs> you would hope he'd be in character the whole time what like back then yeah. if they had it yeah. okay like he would you would hope that Vince would have control of it where like everybody would be in character and like at all times like, mm-hmm. if you do something on social media you gotta be playing your part. Well, I mean, people started finding out like in the 90s and stuff, and they were still over as long as they had strong characters. Like Brett, you know. I don't think people really thought he hated America, but it yeah. still worked. It's just, I don't know. I think it's the writing. I think that's 100%. Yeah. I wish there was more character-driven. I'm with you. Yeah, there's, well, there's so much going on, and just not, there's no way to cover it all. They're doing a pretty decent job, I'd say, of covering it all. with Because there's so much happening. It would be very hard to, like... What on TV? Manage so all much? this, just like uh, the whole WWE universe, like five hours of TV, two nights, right? It's insane. That's a lot. Yeah, you still only be two once a week. It's insanity. You know, they you listen to all the old things about Vince. He'd always have meetings by the pool house or at the pool, you know, at yeah. his house with like what Pat Patterson. They'd say Pritchard, Pritchard, like, and that would be it. Like that doesn't happen anymore. It's just not a possibility anymore. It changed. It's a script. It's it's a writing team. And I mean maybe Vince is too old for that now, you know. Try to sit there and come up with creative all the time. Yeah. But do you think that uh MLW whatever you think it's going to make a run? I don't know, a run, but I think it's a good idea. I think what they're doing's good. I mean, I'm sure it's a hardcore crowd right now, you know that know about. But I think a lot of people listen to those podcasts. They're getting downloads. They have that whole network to promote a show on. Yeah. So, like it they seems were doing like they could get it over. I think so, as long as they stay in their area. Like, they're in Florida, and people are into it. 
And just, Florida's always been like a hotbed for wrestling for, wrestling. for whatever, yeah. whatever reason. Who wouldn't want to live in Florida if you're a wrestler, you know? Down there. It's where NXT is. Yeah. But I think they have a good idea. I mean, they went from just a one-night-only show to now they're on their third show, or at least advertising the third show. Yeah, it seems like they, as far as like the big podcast, either podcast one has a big podcast wrestling or it's MLW. MLW. And then with MLW, Ring of Honor said they're going to try to run like a 10,000-seat arena next year. Wouldn't oh, right, with MLW. put people in there. That's well, who will they work with? They didn't say who they're going to work with, but you'd think Ring of Honor would have to work with somebody, right? Yeah. I mean, who do you get? Well, it's interesting. Like, MLW could work with anybody, you know, because they, they have... They have Pritchard's podcast with Conrad, and then Conrad, didn't they just work with the WWE with that whole Survivor Series thing? Isn't that, is I'm not that... sure they did, but I question like how they're able to. Yeah. And I don't know there's... if there's anything official, but they're literally doing these podcasts based on WWE stuff. Hey, there's some leeway happening there. Like, you know, maybe it's just it's Pritchard's, Pritchard was there. That's you know his intellectual property. He can talk about that if he wants to. And they've been throwing him like little hints on TV, like old uh, Corey Graves from KCW yeah. Sterling James fame. Talks about Conrad when he comes down the entrance and stuff. <laughs> like when New Day came out, he talked about them being Conrad and Brother Love. <laughs> Everything gets by Vince, right? So Yeah, Vince has no idea what's going on. I guarantee he has no freaking clue what's going you on. You wonder sometimes when you watch it. I don't think anybody saw the the wrestling podcast world blow up. They nobody saw it. who saw that coming. Nobody. The explosion. And now there's millions. You can pick and choose who you want. Yeah. Like dude, who are some of your favorites? I I'm Pritchard. I like Pritchard. Wow, it's it's Shivani, Pritchard. Those are easily my two favorites that I always listen to. You used to like Bischoff's. Hopefully his comeback. Never never checked out Bischoff's, but um, he's just a smug prick, and it <laughs> makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. If you listen to Russo, I can't listen they, to Russo because it's the same thing. They're just Russo's out of his mind. Just he just gets on my nerves. I can't even hear his voice, bro. Bro, it's man. too much, bro. But Stone bro Cold, and Jesus. I always love Stone Cold's podcast. His are good, and well, um, they have wrestlers on them. Yeah. Edge and Christian, they have some good ones. Edge and Christian. JR sometimes has some good ones. It's usually a, Jericho sometimes has some good ones. Jericho's, yeah. But I, they got to be wrestlers, though. Yeah. That's what I got to listen to. Well, that's why if you if you don't listen to Shivani or Pritchard's podcast, they're the best because it's strictly them talking about what happened to them back whenever they were wrestling at the time. And it's that's always, the fascination right now. Yeah, it's always the subject. It's not like what's going on now, what do you think about this, like, that's we don't what give was a shit. Going on backstage back then. Yeah, all the the back the back behind the scenes stuff. Plus finding out that like Tony Schiavone's uh, and it's hilarious. A, He's just a complete idiot. Schiavone's funny. Vulgar as can be. But yeah. isn't it interesting that like our generation is into how it happened back when we were young? Do you think that's ruined it for us too? Knowing too much, wanting to know too much. Well, I think now that it's past, it's cool to find out. It's cool, I, yeah. It sucks for kids now. Like, they're not going to, you know, I, I don't think, like, kids in 20 years will look back at the stuff that was happening then because they can find out the information now. So they won't be, like, excited, like, 20 years later to find out behind the scenes kind of stuff. You know, I used much. to think that no one could still believe it. My sister told me a story this week that uh, she was showing Chloe, my seven year old niece, or eight year old niece, I'm sorry, the WrestleMania thing. And she was upset. Oh, Uncle Dave got hurt. In that commercial there. And oh, she's right. like, no, Uncle Dave didn't get hurt. He didn't get, really get hit. And then she was like, what? And she's like, they don't really get hurt on TV. And my sister said she was distraught. Like, what? 
So she, she honestly believed. Out. I was like, you ruined it. It was like Santa Claus ruined. Like Santa you know Claus. what I mean? Just, we, be, but only because she was concerned, thinking I was really hurt that she felt the need. Look, he didn't get hurt. So, <laughs> so what you're people still what you're it. referring to is actually you were tossed through the wall by the Big Show for a WrestleMania. Yes. And I don't like to segment. brag about it. Ask anybody. No, I, I don't we, talk we, about it. We should clear the it. air on the podcast. Let them know what you're talking about. Yep, that's what it was. What, WrestleMania, what was that on? What number? You could uh, go to YouTube and just type in WrestleMania 21 Taxi Driver. WrestleMania for, 21 Taxi Driver. And look for the two, not even two second cameo there at the end. <laughs> Dave, it's Dave Wyatt wearing a headset. Big Show grabs him and chucks him through a makeshift wall. And that's it. And then Batista walks in and says, you talking to me. And it goes off. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you'll know you're watching the right one. Speaking of the metrosexual animal. Yes, Batista. I'd like to see a return. Well, there, was, we're talking. Batista had an interview saying, you know, he's not expecting a return anytime soon, but he would he wouldn't mind coming back for a run. Yeah, and the interesting part was he said he wanted to be able to do house shows and stuff too on it. Why? Like, why do you really think work? Batista would? <laughs> who wants that schedule? I guess like at that age. I know a lot of guys say that they're. I mean, from listening to podcasts again, that the house shows are fun because they have a lot of freedom. They oh, can right. go out. They're not restricted to a TV time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the boys just enjoy that. So. Yeah, that would be a fun part of it, without the pressure, the timing, and everything. But the thing is, he wants to come back. Did you read this? And just feud with Triple H, and it's kind of like <laughs> Batista. I don't want to see that again, but I want to see Batista again. You know what I mean? But I don't need any more Evolution Triple H Batista stuff. You know? Yeah, I want Batista coming out with a pair of sunglasses on. No, oh, metrosexual animal, hair all done up, one hundred percent, vest on, no shirt underneath, cutting a horrible promo. Heel. Big time heel. But yeah, like when his last comeback, when they wanted it to be, it was going to be Orton Batista at Mania, right? Yep. And nobody wanted to see it. And that's when <sighs> they, Brian came in and you did. I, I wouldn't have hated it. <laughs> you Mark. I wouldn't have hated it. I wouldn't have hated it. That's okay. A, that's a shit match. Oh but Daniel Bryan should have won the belt. That's what everybody, they were building to. Yeah. I just always felt like that was one of the worst area, eras in wrestling. Was, I personally would have preferred Triple H to win the opening match against Brian and then it just be an Evolution three-way. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been ridiculous? I, I'm not even sure that was the stipulation, but that would have been nice. But I can recall watching that thinking the same thing. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happened. Just like at Survivor Series, wasn't surprised by the outcome. No, not at all. Was not surprised. Wanted Triple it H. to happen. <laughs> Just the the comedy of Triple H putting himself over will never get old to me, it especially over young talent. Mm. Like when he pedigreed Jason Jordan, like I got up off my couch and you were excited. I was like, okay, that's you vintage popped. Triple H there. Just bury vintage the young guy. Triple H. But but Batista coming back. Well, who you know, would who would you like to see him feud with now? Ugh, At this, I'd like to see him in like Styles, a heel Batista, big Batista's guy against good, Styles. Well, yeah, I would like to see that match. You you. Guarantee would get Batista versus Strowman. Guarantee. Oh, you'd have to get it. And that's what you'd get. Batista Strowman. Batista, Batista Lesnar. Batista which would Triple be H. a mess. But that would be good. Yeah, it would See, be I'm fun to watch. See, I'm interested in that. It would be fun to watch. Not be not in the technical aspect at all, just the train wreck. But see, I'd rather see Batista Lesnar at WrestleMania than Lesnar Roman Reigns. Yes. hundred times. Well, I would, I'd watch that. I feel like I've seen Roman Reigns do everything and... I'm not impressed by any of it anymore. And Batista, I mean, I'm not impressed either, but like, there's something about Reigns. Maybe he'll find it, whatever that thing is. You know what bugged me? But I don't know. About Reigns. Is he's the guy that got away from the, the tag team, which was a three-team thing, three-guy thing, the yeah. Freebirds, but still tag. And he kept the tag team gimmick. 
Like that was always odd to yeah, me. Like, he was Marty, best. but Marty was getting a push. Right. You know? The theme, the vest, the entrance. He still did all the entrance. He was the and shield still, you know? Right, yeah. Yeah. Instead of developing his own thing. And they never took it past that. It yeah. never went it And he's right back with the shield. <laughs> which a lot of people like, but I I was never really a big shield fan to begin with. Good wrestlers, but I like I don't the, know. the 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 idea of it, the entrance. They're few with the Wyatts. They're some of the best uh, six man tags I've ever seen. Yeah, because those are all good good wrestlers there. The Wyatts and the, I think the Wyatts were by far a stronger group than the Shield were. I, I like the yeah, Wyatts the, a lot because the the work's good. Yeah. for big guys. I mean that Luke Harper's real good. I mean he's old Brody Lee. Used to work right here in Altoona. Oh yeah, is he yeah, from really? the is he local local he, Indies. He worked KCW. I think he came up from DC or something, some area like that, maybe. Or no, New York. I think he was from New York. But the other guy, but still good. I don't know where he's from. Gigantic, Rowan. just a huge dude. But yeah, man, I don't know the, the Shield. It's 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 odd that all three of those guys they've tried hard with all three. And it just right back to the team hasn't seen Ambrose had his shot there, but that guy Ambrose. But then you see Rollins, you're like, man, you went from corporate Triple H, I hate you guys. Now you're just rolling along with the <laughs> Shield promos, you whatever. know. Like nothing ever happened. Like what happened know. to Seth Rollins? Was it the dick pick know. or what? what, what, what was <laughs> it might have been the dick pick. He still got a push after that, though. I think. I think at the end of the day, I think the whole thing is to try to get Roman over, just at their expense. Mm-hmm. I think that's all it is. It's but like you said, man, if they would just change the gimmick up, that's usually the like the separation factor, right? And then you're like, oh, look at that, look at him now, you know? But no, he was just Marty with the gimmick and the music. I don't know. Um, so how, what's your feelings on Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens? Yeah, we watched that Survivor Series. I'm sure he's an awesome wrestler. He's done a lot more than most people ever do, so I respect him. But I, I was never into him. Yeah. Watch him on TV. And that's just an opinion, you know? Well, we watched that thing after Survivor Series. And I, I like Kevin Owens. Good, good on the microphone. Great matches. Yeah, good promos. But he... We watched that... What was the thing? The 365 of, yes, his, right after, of his year after Survivor Series right was over. Which got a big rating, I guess. So a lot of people saw it. And, you know, just watching him, it was... The, the way he looks... He looks kind of out of shape, and I get he like kind of fills that void of like a Dusty Rhodes character, I guess. No, you know, he's kind of out of shape. Okay, but there's something about it that just doesn't work. Like as as a a main event top guy, I think as a as mid card Intercontinental title, yeah. I think I'm just our generation of vision of a wrestler is not that. I think that's what it is, but that's why he's over because I think uh, whatever's watching now younger, I don't think the look matters very much. I guess not. But I always feel like if a guy's in shape, I'm 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 gonna buy it more. And I think that you'd be able to easily put ten thousand people in arenas with big, larger in life guys. Yeah, I think this is why there's four thousand. They're drawing good indie crowds fifteen years ago. Is what W House shows are drawing now. Yeah, because that's because it's a bunch of indie guys. And that's it. Who were big. Like not I, saying that's a bad thing, but they just don't. Yeah, Vince's. We say this every time we do this podcast, but it's because if you were a WWE fan for such a long time, you, it's, it's that stigma the guys have to be big have if be even big. if they're not juice they got to be big yeah. and how they start drawing crowds again you know i mean i've heard stories from guys like Cato and baba brewer and them that late 90s don't you through wrestling the marquee you could draw 12 1500 just to an indie show mm-hmm. you know not it's, today it's gone 100 percent gone <sighs> not today and you would think with like 
the history of the territories, you know, and how that worked for, for territories everywhere. For- well, I don't think territories could come back, maybe, because the internet and stuff, you can't hide stuff like that. But um, all these indie companies that are getting big now, like, could get together, and there could be something under WWE. And I kind of think there is now with, like, the Ring of Honor, yeah, the NWA, that Billy Corgan's trying to push out a little bit. Make it, I mean, I know who their champ is now. Tim Storm. I didn't know who Tim Storm was a month heard, ago. I, I had know? never heard his name until right now. NWA champ. Billy Corgan's been pushing him everywhere. And he has can get on some mainstream stuff. So he's getting the NWA name out there. New Japan's in America. You mentioned MLW. Like, it's yeah. out there. So, like, when I'm when you say, like, territories, it's not going to be like it used to be with territories. Well, territory- but there are now federations that actually are legitimate. Around the United States. Yeah. yeah. See, with territories... There wasn't TV and stuff, so you didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So you could hide stuff, send this guy there, no one would know, but you can do it a different way. Which you could even do that now. You could, if you know, if you still had territories. You like, couldn't hide stuff, though. But you could, I'm saying, like, send a guy to another company. Like, you'd be yeah. like, we're going to trade these two guys back and forth, and that would, that would be big. You'd have to stay consistent with the gimmick, though, I think, now. You wouldn't yes. be able oh, to yeah, change Oh, yeah, you couldn't change and, stuff up, yeah. Because everybody knows who everybody is. Yeah. It would all be, yeah, there would be footage of everything. And but I'm you, glad... WWE has kind of gotten that now. Over the last like two or three years, they're just you're coming in as who you are again, and I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, there's no more fooling anybody. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows who everybody is. The internet's huge. Yeah, and that's like well, look at Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, like ten, fifteen years ago. Sami Zayn's another one. Let me ask you your opinion. You asked me about Owens. Let me ask you about <laughs> Sami Zayn. Uh, you know. This goes back to so many guys who come out of NXT. If they would have stayed in NXT, I think that they all would have been... Well, Kevin Owens, I can't say he would have been better off because he got the belt. He got a year run with Jericho. He's done... Beat John Cena. Beat John Cena. Um, but I'm thinking of a lot of these big guys. Finn Balor, you know, uh, staying in NXT could be the best thing for some of these guys. Yeah. And like you could lifelong. build that company. That would be a whole... It could be a whole separate federation. And they could have their own guys like... ECW had with like Terry Funk and stuff back in the day, you know. Yeah, your old veteran that helps out. But Sami Zayn and on WWE, like on Raw and stuff, it's just I'm done. I I like him and Owens as a team. If they're like bad, if they're like a heel team, that could make sense. And I think he has cool matches, but I don't get anything out of him. I, the theme song, I think, but that's the, the NXT. Go drink some Guinness and dance and stuff. I don't get it. Yeah, but that's the NXT. It was a small crowd. People like dig things differently Same in a small crowd week, pretty much probably and it, there's something that happens in a smaller crowd than compared to a big crowd like you just oh, yeah, you get more personal energy. you feel like you know them more like i'm not going to raw and getting to meet or talk to but yeah i'm sure if you go to an indie show you can say hey how are you can i get your autograph like bailey i feel like she was like a perfect example of nxt <sighs> and charlotte's like one who should move up the, but, yeah there's bailey a superstar nothing in wwe pretty much i mean i'm star she's on tv but She's no Alexa Bliss level, and who, no, who saw that coming? Yeah, it's, it's just it's, based off their pushes from NXT to WWE. You know, as far as women's wrestling goes, I, we've talked about this I think every time too. I just I don't I can't follow it. I mean, I see what's happening, but I just I can't get into it. Well, you see what they've been talking about? I've been bringing re- up. I've been. I'll give you a little tidbit. What they've been talking about? They brought all these women up this week. Six, five of them, plus Page six. Yeah. Thinking about doing a women's Royal Rumble next year at the Royal Rumble. So if you think that the Rumble is disappointing every year, wait till there's a female Rumble. The female, they got probably 20. They could probably pull it off. Oh, they could without a doubt pull it off. It'd be interesting. 
I'm going to shoot right now. Go ahead. Let's because hear it, Rob. It, every year you're pumped for the Rumble. Every year, every, year. every wrestling fan's like, man, I'm pumped for the Rumble. I can't wait. And I don't know if you're if every wrestling fan's like this, but I end up bitching most of the way through the Rumble. Because and I wish just, I, maybe I need to just be, just enjoy it. I need to just stop worrying about who's coming here's out. Here's why. Here's why I do it. And you probably agree with me. Like, if there's a guy coming out that I don't believe is going to win it, don't send him out. Like, when you send out Connor from the Ascension, it's a wasted spot. <laughs> but you get it. Just using that as an example. Like, right. That's what pisses you off. You wait two minutes, you count down, and here comes Connor. You know? Yeah. It is like. And then. I get you got to fill the void. I mean, there's certain know. spots you have to fill with bad wrestlers. And another book, and it's been bugging me while we're talking about the Rumble, is over like the last 10 years, seems like, okay, from 25 to 30 is when all the main eventers come out. Like, yeah. by chance, how did they all pull those numbers? Yeah. You know? I don't know. But you're right. It has been a disappointment. And number, what was the year that number 30, the crowd was, it's almost every year the crowd's like just kind of Well, Rey Mysterio off. got blasted. Right. Because <laughs> it was supposed that to be That was Daniel, the one in Pittsburgh. Everybody yeah. wanted to be Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, right? yeah. yeah. Were you there for that? I was there. That was my birthday. The Outlaws won the tag belts and Batista won the Rumble. Did you yeah. pop for Mysterio? I was into it. It was funny. And Cena and Orton fought for the belt for the hundredth time. So Ooh. that was funny too. Ooh. Crowd buried that. And that was when Vince, just like now, if you're not if you're Daniel Bryan, you're not from the Fed, he's gonna <laughs> he has a real issue. He's got a real issue with you coming down and, and doing anything. But you know, I, I think like you look at Bryan, like I never would have thought Daniel Bryan would have gotten over. I mean nope. it, He's like Sam Punk. I mean, Sam Punk's another him. one, yeah. But those guys sneak through the cracks. Finn Balor, I because think because they're good, right? Yeah. You know? Well, and, and Punk on the microphone, like was one of the best. You think he'll ever come back? I think, I think so. You think at some point I'd, in time? I, I'd hope so. I yeah. don't think I'd ever say that, but I think it would be a pretty big return. It would. It would be. It'd be pretty huge, man. I don't think he should waste his time with like Bullet Club or anything like that. I mean, I think if he's gonna come back, it's straight where the money's at. Yeah. You know, first appearance should be. WB, yeah. If he does, for sure. Yeah, um, I'd like to see it. How about Paige coming back? She's back. That's crazy. She's back. She brought two women with her this time. What do you mean? Like oh, two. It's... She's like a heel now. Oh, and okay. her gimmick, she brought these two girls with her. But I'm not sure where they're going with it. It's just, not... is it not crazy to you that after they, after the uh, the three way porn <laughs> that came out, which was the most outrageous. <laughs> Maybe that's the rib. Yeah, like, brought two people with her. I don't right, know. It wasn't yeah. Maddox, and it wasn't. Uh, That's what I thought you Xavier were going Woods. with. She should have brought Maddox back. Oh, they should. I'd miss Brad Maddox. <laughs> what a funny gimmick. Him and him and who was the other worst announcer ever? Mike Adam. Mike Adam. American Gladiators. <laughs> Adamly and Brad Maddox, two of the worst ever. Those were that's one of the low points in Raw history. Put them guys on like main event or Velocity or something if it was still around. I'd watch it. But I'll tell you what, man, that the page porn was like that was shocking. I was like, this is the this is new some age, some deep stuff, this you is know? new level. It was some real deep <laughs> deep stuff. <laughs> this is next level, it's like getting exposed. You did know? you watch like, most of it? I, yeah, I, I watched it. Yeah. I definitely did. And she was really into stuff. It was it was wild. It was crazy. It was, it was, I was like, wow, this is. Imagine this coming out in the eighties. Like that's the no, kind. Of, that's what I always go back to. Like how could a kid watching wrestling today you come across this kind of stuff like back in the 80s nothing ever would have even come nah, close nothing like that i mean even like celebrity sex tapes were that was a big thing yeah. but you had to get the cassette and that and then 
we we've got to mention the whole Foley uh, child rape thing. That's your guy, Rob. That's your <laughs> Foley's always been my boy. Foley was your boy growing up, you know. But this, so did you? What's the follow up on this? Is there I anything? I haven't really seen anything outside. That's that woman with that sign, you know. So if anybody, if you haven't seen this, what should they uh, Google? I'm sure, like Foley pedophile, if you fo- Foley sign. rape. I'm not yeah. saying he is. Nothing's been charged. I don't buy it. But this lady's wearing a sign on her chest that says Mick Foley. I think it says Mick Foley raped me when I was 15, like 15 years old. Yep. Yep. This is like so. And then a she came out. Sign. I'm not sure if it's the same woman, but a different one was like an ECW rat. Oh, I guess. okay. And she's like 30 of them. She named. Oh, that a was a different person. I, I don't know if it was. It could have been the same. Okay. But, I mean, this woman accused Paul Heyman. Yeah. Dave yeah. Meltzer. She I mean, really ran the gauntlet there of, of people, which makes it kind of outrageous. But who? I mean, who knows? I don't think that there was anything criminal going on, but mid 90s wrestling. You know, women hanging around because there are women in wrestling. It exists. Oh, they're underagers, though. That's the. I mean, I mean, look I, at me. I've Even I have gotten a rat or two, Rob. Okay, yeah. it exists. In the in the backstage area, there's just always going to be crowd, rats hanging you know? around. They're in the crowd, yeah, but they're always just, trying. That's what to... happens? So what? What do you think was happening? Late '80s, early '90s. I mean, different times. Yeah, you know, that's really what it comes down to. To this this woman who's saying that I mean she yeah listed like thirty guys to say she was raped by all those guys i don't know but that's a re- that's an outrageous claim it's whether insane. it's ridiculous or not it's definitely outrageous but the whole fully thing that's a, that's a weird video and if it is true then fully deserves it but if it's not true and fully's in there signing autographs for kids and then she's outside <laughs> with that sign it's, on that's what's just out of hand you know isn't there is. another way to do it if you if, i mean but if it really happened then i go do, to a, i do a, get it police or something we gotta go outside and autograph signing it's exposed just, little kid, like you said, kids in autograph sign into stuff like that. You know, that's you're, the you're weird just part. as wrong. That's the yeah, that's the weird part. That's just my opinion. Put it up on YouTube or something, like on you know, just record yourself saying it, or just go to the cops because you just, got in trouble. You, you got raped, I guess. So well, you want to publicly shame the guy who did it, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, Shame's on her. That's Mick Foley, Rob. Somebody that's said Cactus that, Jack. Somebody said that when Hugh Hefner died, okay, he had been holding this force field over all of the pedophiles in Hollywood. Or really? all the sexual predators in Hollywood. How when so? When he died, it, well, it was a joke. Oh, and when he okay. died, the force field dropped. So now they're all getting exposed. Like <laughs> as soon as Hefner died, it's a wild coincidence. They all started it? coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, that was it seems that like was... everyone in Hollywood. <laughs> but um, so uh, to wrap this up, I don't. I'd love if you told the story because you told me oh, the story okay. the other night, and I, you've never told me this story before, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. It involves global wrestling. Global wrestling, Double yeah. J. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. And, uh, <laughs> Karen Jarrett. <laughs> that's a true story. It's one of my favorite. I mean, it, I, Jeff Jarrett's in rehab now, mm-hmm. and I can see why. But <laughs> this was, he was 100%, because they said he was he was drinking, and he was drinking then, but he was a great guy. Jeff Jarrett was phenomenal, but the funny part Jarrett. was- Interviewed him. Interviewed Jarrett. Super nice to me, treated me and Bentley fantastic. But me and Bentley are just kind of the last two in the locker room, mm-hmm. just changing, getting out of our gear. When was this, like two years ago? It's probably a summer, a couple years ago. Pittsburgh did a joint, like Dr. Feel Bad and um, Jim Miller, PWX, RVA, did a Global Force show with where they'd bring in the brand. And Jarrett just comes back, me and Bentley are changing. Karen Jarrett has her arm on his shoulder. Can't make this up. Jeff Jarrett's naked, dick flopping around <laughs> with a six-pack of Bud Light in his hand. He says, you boys want a Bud Light Lime? Bud Light Lime, yeah. Me and, me and Jordan Bentley both took one, and he sat there and bullshitted with us for about 10, 15 minutes, <laughs> naked, 
drinking Bud Light Limes while Karen Jarrett didn't say a word with her arm on his shoulder. She stood beside him with her yep, arm on his shoulder. Yep, she stood while we all sat drinking Bud Light Limes. She just had her hand on his shoulder. And he's sitting there naked and just talking to And he's fully nude. Fully nude. 100%. 100%. Just and we're just drinking some beer. Bizarre. Like, that's Indie bizarre. wrestling. I'll tell you what. I never thought when I was a kid, I'd be sitting there with Jeff Jarrett drinking beer. Isn't that? Let alone Jeff Jarrett sitting there naked drinking <laughs> beer with my baby tonight, Rob. Isn't that the truth, though, right? Like Wrestling. The things you experience. I mean, that's just locker room you, talk, uh, Rob. That's, uh, that's just some <laughs> locker room talk. That's true. That is some <laughs> locker room talk. This is coming out like on the tour bus right now. The audio just got released. Yeah, that's one of Bentley's favorite stories to tell. That is a freaking hilarious story. You boys and want a Bud Light Lime? I mean, Jeff Jarrett strutting. Now, if he had strutted, that would have been if even he came in with the Bud Light Limes. Grab my baby, gonna hold it. How, how's it that's start out? With my baby. It's been my days working hard on the it's go, right? My, I think I was doing, uh, what was I? I was just doing like a real old country song. But yeah, man, I, that is. Think it's very true for you. Like thinking of Jeff Jarrett. Yep. You know you're you're twelve, ten years old with the road dog, down, the whole lip singing incident, bow, 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 yep. now, coming down with the hat on, the, the, it's all lit up to slap nuts to, to WCW slap. Jarrett just winning every belt. Don't piss me off. To seventeen years later. No, well, let's even go past that. So then, TNA. So then TNA. T- we watch okay. TNA and you're and you're. Parents, parents living, living room, room ten bucks a week ten bucks a week for these stupid pay-per-views yep. that were horrible for years glorified indie shows jeff jarrett comes i work i was working at this pl- the radio station wprr jarrett shows up or i guess it was hot 100 at the time with karen jarrett i interview him because he's in town doing tna mm-hmm. i meet jeff jarrett he comes to your hooters Kidding Hooters. i gave him some free uh oysters him <laughs> and karen <laughs> took him, some pictures with him took some pictures with jeff yeah. and he was drinking beer that day we he, got him some beer he's drinking Comped beer. his mirror so maybe he remembered. He was getting me back. So thank you, Double J. I gave but why was he new? There's the, there's the real question. You got to ask Double J, Rob. Everything would make sense up to the part where he's butt naked. Butt naked. Not even socks or shoes. And on. this is his federation. Global, Global Force just backstage at some little so arena. Global Force, his federation. Mm-hmm. He's run TNA for all these years. Yep. Everybody's gone. Is this you two left? Yeah, we were the only two back there. I mean, sure, people were out meeting fans cleaning up doing stuff but we were taking our tights off because we were on a little later in the show oh okay. we had a two-hour drive so we were cleaning up and nobody else is back there and jared comes out fully naked sits next to you with a six-pack and it probably wasn't even planned he probably just walked in the room backstage thinking okay i'm naked with karen jared and beer <laughs> saw us and said hey i'm gonna drink a beer with these boys just none of it makes sense none of it makes i any got sense. free bud light lime Oh, my God. Tell you what, you ever see them sweepstakes win lunch with your favorite wrestler? Well, I want a beer with a naked <laughs> Double J, Rob, and I didn't even have to enter the contest. They paid me. Unfreaking believable That was a payday. Unfreaking believable And you got paid, yeah. what, a couple hundred? How would you get for that? Ah, no, yeah. We don't talk money. You don't <laughs> it, talk, it ain't you, a couple are you, hundred. Are you Pritchard? You don't talk money. Now, I got paid a couple hundred one time, and that was WWE, so... All right, well, we can't top that story, so we'll finish the podcast Fantastic with that. that that's the classic. If I Bud Light Lime, I'd toast you to one, Rob. Man, I just I can't even fathom why. Why True would story. he be naked? And why know. would... I just, the whole thing blows my mind. Only that. I did, mean, that'd be the equivalent of, like, Howard Stern walking in that's, naked. Well, the, her, Howard Stern's arguably the greatest res, radio yeah. performer of all time. You're putting Jared up there? Hey, J- Jared 2000 thought he was, didn't he? Well, WCW, yeah. King of the <laughs> Mountain, mind, or whatever. Yeah. 
And he's more maybe the Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where it To me, it. he's Bud Light Lime Double J. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right well if, w, if anybody ever hears this or w, double j ever hears this reach out to us you know if you want to like clear it. the air always been good to me he was nice to me too and i i gave him a lot of money in the tna days we both i threw in five bucks a week i think i'm sure you guys those, paid a couple those of times, TNA 40 bucks a month so you've given us some i was never entertained by the way by those pay-per-views they were always bad but at least they were on it was the something fun to watch. part was waiting for who was going to show up who that yeah. was it <laughs> who could possibly walk out and make this worse was the question all right good talking to you and this is total mark and that my friends is another episode of total marks with the franchise dave wine the big star dave daniels whatever you want to call him that that finished that last story right there about jeff jarrett made the whole podcast for me it's one of the best stories in wrestling history in my personal opinion it's just hysterical i love that uh so shout out to the sponsors the Clay Cup, at The Clay Cup on Facebook and on Instagram, 814-201-2608. Trade Secrets, at Secrets in Trade, on Facebook and Instagram, 505-6942. And Juice, J-O-O-S, in downtown Hollidaysburg, at uh, J-O-O-S Juice on Facebook and on Instagram. And also Juice underscore Guru on Instagram. If you want to be a sponsor on the podcast... If you are interested in social media marketing uh, for your company or social media consulting, please reach out to me. I would love to talk to you. You can find me on any of my platforms. And while you're on the platform, see what I do for my own social media. Understand that I've been doing this for years. I understand what works, what doesn't work, and I can understand how to make it work for your business, how to make money. It's not just about putting a post up on Facebook. It's about driving people into your business so they buy stuff from you. That is the goal, and I try to make that the goal with the company. So you can always find me on Facebook and Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Twitter and Snapchat is Rob Z Yo. You can also call the voicemail, 814-799-0064. If you'd leave a rating on iTunes, that would be amazing. And as always, I just want to thank you, Zebras, for listening, being a part of the show, and have a beautiful day. See you. <laughs> That's brutal.